Hey family, welcome to another episode of Av Unfiltered, where we honor God, our authentic selves, and the beautiful contrast of life. And on today's episode, I cannot wait for you to talk to, listen to, and hear me converse with none other than Coach Jessie. She is phenomenal, an amazing woman of God who has a profound story and one that will help us with our health journey. I want to let you know that I am uh, endeavoring to dig deeper in the season as the season progress so that the things that we're discussing actually have a penetrating purpose for our souls and for healthy living. So with that being said, we are going to let her have the most time possible and we're going to skip some of the things I usually do and I'm going to get right in with the scripture. So the scripture for today is Isaiah 61 and 1 from the New King James Version. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. When I think about that scripture, it's talking about the power that's inside of us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to a dying world. When I think about Isaiah 61, it's saying that the spirit of God that resides inside of me can get his will accomplished for people. People can see you and they can experience him if you're doing it right, if you're consecrating yourself, if you are uh, being a person who is pouring into yourself in a way that allows God's voice to amplify and elevate above your own, then this scripture is talking about you being the God vessel that you've been ordained to be, helping people get free from their issues, from their mindsets, and also knowing about his amazing love for those who have been held hostage to their mistakes, to their issues, and to the the ways and the tricks of the enemy that he has placed in front of you to get you hemmed up. So don't let him do it. As you ponder that scripture, I need you to take your proper place as a child of God and walk into his purpose with him at your side and be his voice. Okay, family, I told you guys you were in for a treat. It's also like I say that almost every episode, but I I mean it in the best way possible. Our guest today is none other than Coach Jesse. So here she is. Coach Jesse is a wife, mother, and one of the 90% of Black women affected by fibroids by age 50. The founder of the DetoxNow.com personally battled the epidemic for 14 years and the resulting infertility for 10 of those years to have her miracle baby, Nia. Her grueling journey includes 15 surgeries, five IVF cycles, a devastating miscarriage, brain aneurysm, and even her heart stopping on the delivery table. Coach Jesse is the author of the best-selling book, Hope Beyond Fibroids, Stories of Miracle Babies in the Journey to Motherhood, Becoming a Nutritionist and Health Coach, hosting her podcast, Detox Living, with Coach Jesse and Angela Yee, founding the DetoxNow.com and integrative online wellness provider of advocacy, detoxes, programs, nutritional counseling, and coaching services on a mission to eliminate the health equity gap and end inflammatory diseases 
such as fibroids, diabetes, heart disease, and more. She educates, empowers BIPOC women and families on how to achieve optimal health, secure equitable health services, and prevent and heal diseases holistically through what she calls detox living. Life free of toxic thoughts, habits, people, and definitely foods. Please welcome to Ave Unfiltered, my girl, Coach Jesse. Hi, lady. How are you? Oh, my God. I am so blessed and excited for this conversation. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Listen, your bio um, ranges and extends and it goes on and on and on. And this is an abbreviated version. You are such an amazing woman. You're an amazing entrepreneur and you are helping to pioneer a different level of living for mm. us as women. And I want to appreciate you just from the start before we jump into the conversation, because so many women are dealing with so many different things and your time mm. that you have taken to educate yourself so that you could deliver this information to us, products to us, um, holistic living tips, coaching is literally a breath of fresh air. When you talk about self-care, when you talk about unplugging and doing the work for your bodies, the healing of our minds, what you do is so necessary for so many women. So I just appreciate you. I want to tell you I love you already, even though we haven't spent much time together. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for what you are doing for us because we need it. We need this target. We need this focus and this amplification on our health. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for um, the love and um, the support and the acknowledgement. Um, but really, we're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's so many. It's so many of us. We're not alone in this. And it's beautiful to see someone mm -hmm. who has lived it the way you have lived it. You don't look like if you don't look like what you've been through was a picture. It would be you. <laughs> and that's all praises due to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh. I mean, literally, honey, I, I I had to take a moment to sit with what I was actually reading as far as your story and think about how you have endured, you've walked through, you've conquered, and now you're educating. And if all of us would take those moments to do that, we would be such better people for one another. Thank you so much for what you've done already. So how and why did you become a women's health advocate? I mean, clearly you've walked it. Tell us about that journey and what landed you here for life mission and life's work. Oh, my God. I love that question. Um, you know, some people um, study and they they walk towards a target. Uh, I, I have to say that um, I lived into my calling. Mm -hmm. um, I want. I don't want to say stumbled, because I was living through it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? for sure. And um, you know, many people don't know. I actually went to school for music business, and wow. um, I actually worked in gospel music. I was an artist manager. That's actually how I met uh, Pastor John Gray. Many, many you won't know because I was a nobody. I was not a nobody. I was a manager around artists, you know, doing the work. Yeah. Um, but God 
I was going through my own personal crisis. I was going through my own health crisis. And the way I got here is because God turned my test into a testimony. Absolutely. The way I got here is as I was navigating, you know, what I call that million dollar baby journey that you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. That was everything from being diagnosed with fibroids at the age of 30, when my husband and I were ready to start expanding our family, finding out that I was dealing with fertility that was actually being caused by fibroids and um, five IVF cycles on that journey to have our child uh, in, in miscarriage. And every time we were having the the IVF cycles, more fibroids would come back. So fibroid surgery or IVF cycle, we were oh, having one of them every wow. couple of years. And in between that, you know, more complications, complications where I deal with long-term health issues related to my gut because of complications mm-hmm. from the fibroid surgeries. Mm, yeah. Not just complications from the fibroids. But the so surgeries, really multiples. From the surgeries, right. And, you know, thank God, you know, many, 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 many uh, hospitalizations later, many uh, five five IVF cycles later, um, I remember a doctor saying to me, um, because I was hospitalized, I don't want to give you the long, long version, but I was hospitalized um, eight, no, six weeks into my pregnancy, um, because before that, the doctor told me, Mrs. Thompson's, um, you know, something's going on where the, the, the baby's not growing the way it should. Mm-hmm. Now, this is 10 years in, right? Oh, 10 years in at this point. And they said, you might want to consider terminating this pregnancy mm. because the fibroids have returned. And I had a fibroid surgery not six months before this to remove the fibroids, but I did IVF to get this pregnancy. Here we are, the fibroids have returned and they are now competing with the baby for life. Okay. And the fibroids are winning. Wow. So they said, you might want to consider terminating the pregnancy because your womb is going to become a hostile environment for you. So life threatening for you and Mm. for the baby. Mm. And I remember I looked across that table and I said, we believe in a miracle working God. Yeah. We're not giving up this baby. And all I knew, he said, he said the right words, because I always say doctors will tell you whether or not they are going to be fired or whether or not they get to stay on your team. He said, "Okay, well, I've been doing this long enough to know that science can't explain everything that happens in medicine. Amen. He said, well, buckle up, go along for the ride. I said, "Okay, you you can still be my doctor. (laughs) Because if you're speaking anything opposite of my faith, then I'm going to go ahead and let you go. And I'm going to find somebody who aligns with my faith. So I understand it completely. Absolutely critical. And, you know, after that, we were hospitalized because the condition worsened even more. And um, long story short is I had a doctor say to me at 30 weeks because we had an army of praying warriors. Yeah. And every day they they tested me like five times a day. Every day they said, Mrs. Thompson, uh, we have another sunrise. This baby's still, still here, still She's cooking. driving. Yeah, I said we're not going. And my, and it's crazy because my husband came with me to that doctor, and he said, like at that week after that that conversation, he was out of town in business. He said, he said, doctor, he said, how how far along does this baby need to be before this baby can be delivered healthy? 
And the doctor said about 30 weeks. Mm-hmm. My, my, my husband spoke prophetically and said, no, my, he thought it was a son. So he said, my little man, he got that part wrong. <laughs> he said, my little man is going to give you between 32 and 33 weeks. Ooh. Fast forward at 30 weeks, the doctor is telling me, Mrs. Thompson, I am so sorry. We didn't mean to scare you, but you have to understand textbook. We've never seen this before. Ooh. We were just telling we were just telling you what was in the textbook. Absolutely. Okay? I said, well, that's okay. I, I didn't expect you to know my God. I didn't expect you to know what he was saying. Yeah. Okay. So that literally, that journey. And, you know, even after all of that, my heart stopped on the delivery table. You know, I didn't get to hold her until the next day. But I, I lived to be a standing witness that when God gives you a word and his word to me before all of this was, you will be standing at this prayer meeting holding your baby. Wow. And I every deceleration, every rush to the delivery room, and this is the word I'm sharing with you, sisters, every single time you put that word of God before you, mm-hmm. I put that word of God before I said, uh-uh. Healthy baby, healthy mommy. Not what you're saying. Yep. Healthy baby, healthy. I'm standing there holding the baby. That means I'm alive, baby's alive. Both of us. I'm standing there, baby's uh, there. Yeah. I said, no, healthy baby, healthy mommy. That precipitated me having an incredible miracle baby story where um, Essence Magazine profiled my story and it was in a, a story called My Fertility Journey. That story went viral. And what happened, Aventer, is like, it awakened me because women literally from all, all around the world were writing in the comments and the notes and DMs and everything. Oh my God, you're you're sharing my story. Oh my God, thank you so much. You gave me hope. I was yes. about to give up. I yes. didn't know. I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one. Yes. And it was this tectonic shift that said to me, oh, this wasn't just your personal. Oh no, this, this was for just, so many women no, across the was, world to connect it's, to. And, and when that happened, he literally, I, I always say when, <laughs> when I birthed Nia, <laughs> our child of purpose, she birthed me into this purpose and work. Mm. That's, that's how this happened. I had no idea. I wish I could say this was my five-year plan. This was God's Ephesians 3.20 plan. Yes, okay? ma'am. His Ephesians 3.20 plan, which is exceedingly, abundantly, abundantly above. Above all. You yes. ask. Or think or imagine. imagine. Never in a day, never in a day would I ever dream this is what he called me to. But oh my God, I couldn't think of something more fulfilling, more amazing, more sacred than this work. You know, when I hear you speak, um, I realize that, myself included, women who have dealt with fertility issues, and I don't know if I've been as transparent to share mine, but I developed um, pregnancy-induced hypothyroidism after my daughter. Now, some people can have children back to back to back and everything is fine. With me getting pregnant so soon and the way my body is wired, it did not work out for me. So I became um, challenged. I, I, I despise the word infertile. Um, challenged mm-hmm. with um, becoming mm-hmm. pregnant again 
after my daughter because of that situation. Um, thyroid is another anomaly that, you know, it just creeps right. up on women. You think you're just tired. You think you're exhausted. Um, your hormones mm-hmm. are out of whack. Mm-hmm. You're, I was young. I had not yet reached 40. I still had some time in my 30s. And I was just confused as to what was happening. I was always a regular anyway with my cycle. So that wasn't a big thing. So when they were calm, cool, if they didn't, cool. You know, I literally would have to, after I got married, test to see if I was pregnant or not. Because I couldn't go by, you know, I'm not the by, a by the book type of body. And when you said textbook, that resonated with me so well. Because I've seen mm. so many miracles in my family, they can't explain why my mother's alive and in her right mind with three aneurysms in her head, two ruptured, one bubbling. They can't explain, you know, why my mother in love had stage four, end stage, metastasized lung, pancreas, liver, duodenum, bile, duct, spleen, all at one time. And then when they went in for the biopsies of all of the tumors, there was no cancer. It was prayer. It was the God that created us. So when you say miracle story, I love the textbook. I love what I've learned. My my major was cardiopulmonary science for undergrad at FAMU. So I am aware of the case studies, but there's also a case Christ. There's also case faith. There's also case he died for this. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, by his stripes, I am healed. And everything that God has for us to do will come to pass regardless of the situation Mm. that comes. The the situational ethics are there so that people can see God elevated, so that they can see him high and lifted up, and they can see that all praises are due to him and that to God be the glory for the things that he has done. In conjunction with your doctor or your, you know, physician, you can get a diagnosis. You can do one or two things. You can believe God, stand on his word and let people surround you who believe the same with you. Or you can drown. You can get depressed and you can be like, God, why me? That's where I was at first. But I quickly changed my testimony. I was like, first, let me thank God for the two beautiful children that I was able to produce. But then I have to remember, God, now this isn't quite what you told me. Now, there's a number in my head for children. and I haven't met it yet. So I know at some point you're going to bring people into my life to remind me that no matter how old, (laughs) and how long I've been told that this isn't going to happen for me the natural way again. I don't think I want to give up on that. And it's the first time that I said that I might cry. I might, I might. Cause I think a lot of times I go to the, um, I'm too old or yeah, I'm done. And you know, they're 10 and nine and all that kind of stuff. But I have kind of had a desire to, to see the, the, the prophecy that we've had Mm -hmm. from multiple people happen and it's not just the two of them so Mm -hmm. when I think about Mm -hmm. the many women who have been told otherwise who are living in fear based on the word of a doctor and I appreciate the um while I appreciate the expertise and while I appreciate my own knowledge which sometimes our own knowledge 
can be a hindrance mm-hmm. to our faith as well because I know yes. certain things. But even with the miracle of my husband from the summer of last year yes. with the mm-hmm. with the blood clots, with my degree being in cardiopulmonary science and knowing that there was a saddle uh, at the base, you know, of, of his lungs, I was like, um, yeah, he should by textbook be out of here. Right. And even the doctors were, you know, they were confounded. They were literally like, you walked in here? Like you walked hmm. in here? You not only like when we saw you again, you should have been in the ambulance, them pumping you, getting to us and then us immediately trying to figure out how to save your life with this type Mm. of of pulmonary embolism. And so I've seen God in multiple ways. I think it's so hard for us as women and as people in general to see him at miracle work in our own lives. And when I look about you and I think about your journey it gives me a lot of hope. It gives me encouragement mm-hmm. that if I want to step aside and, and just focus on the two I have in glory in that journey, that it will be my choice. But as long as I have hope, the hope is alive. Yes. And as long as That's you fair. have faith, the faith is at work in your life. And as long as you have love, the love will extend beyond anything that you could, you know, limit yourself to. So when I mm-hmm. look at you, I see another woman who has conquered not once, not twice, 15 times. You've conquered five times of rounds of having your body poked and injecting and going here and 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 doing the work that is an extension of your faith and that beauty mm. is literally something that you can't bottle up and package it is invaluable to have those moments so i want to talk about just for a moment in times when you could be shutting the world out and pouring all of your time and energy into your own healing, because I can't imagine what the healing process to each of those moments was like. You continued to share, educate from where, um, from your experiences. How did you draw that energy and how do you refuel when you pour out for women uh, this, this journey that you've walked? How were you able to do that? You know, um, I hope we're going to get back to it, but I want to take a moment to honor you in that authenticity and that vulnerability that you just shared with us. Yeah. And um, there was a word as I was praying this morning about today that the Lord shared that I want to come back to because I want to I want to be obedient to the question you just asked me. But I want to come back. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. Um, so. <laughs> You know, my husband and I <laughs> have this, I don't want to say battle because he's always saying to me, you share everything. It's <laughs> like, like, why? Why do you have to tell them? Why? You know? <laughs> that and, transparency. Uh, yeah, he's very private. And, um, and I say, because baby, he says, you can tell them after you've gone through. You can tell them after you've had the testimony. I said, because then they can't. It's like, what did Jesus say to Thomas? He said, touch my wound, right? He said, put your hand. While it was fresh. My wound, while it was still fresh, right? And there's one thing to hear about it. 
after Jesus has gotten it. And I'm using this not to say I'm Jesus, but I'm oh, his, no, no, no. I'm his here on this earth, right? We are. And I'm simply saying if we're putting flesh to um, the fact that we're on this journey together. Yeah. You know, I always say I am the detox now client number one. Okay. Because it was born out of me needing to heal. Okay. Right. That's number one. Absolutely. And it was born out of that. And I say that um, it is, I want you to know for my sister that's out there, you're not alone, that I am not, I haven't arrived, that I am on this journey. And then on top of that, that the reason I work, the reason I toil, the reason I am so passionate about this revolution called healing is because I want it to be that you learn from what I went through versus having to go through it yourself, right? I want you to have, I want you to be able to skip those things that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I want you to see, oh, did you see, a, I, Coach Jesse went through this, so I don't have to, right? <laughs> and, um, and I want you to know that um, it's real, that I'm, I live my, I remember one of my, one of our, our the women in our, our fibroids program that Coach Jesse, you already have your miracle baby. You really eat like this? Why are you? Because we use food as our medicine as part of the uh, program to eliminate the fibroids, um, and it's it's a it's a part of a, the overall program. And she said to me, "Why are you eating like this? You already have your miracle." I said, "Because I want to live healthy all the days of my life, and Absolutely. I practice what I preach." Yes, <laughs> I'm not. I'm also trying to make sure that I'm keeping off, keeping away diabetes and cancer and, you know, heart disease and all those other things. Yeah. I want to live, I want to live every, every life, every year that God has for me. I so want to be in the way I want, you know, I, wh- what is it? I, I always say, I want to, I want to stop being the accomplice on the story of my disease Ooh. and start being a hero in the story of my healing. Yes, ma'am. Right? So good. So, Y'all write that down, rewind it, back it up, whatever. Can you say that sentence one more time? I need to make sure they get it because this is so important. Let's stop being the accomplice in the story of our disease. And let's start being the hero Hero in the the story of our healing. Yes. Okay. And so for me, that's, that's lifestyle. It is part it. It is part of how I honor God because yeah. I'm his temple. Right? Yeah. It's part of how I honor God and that self-care you were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way I refuel is I am very unapologetic about making room in my life for healing, about centering it. Yeah. And that means if today the schedule has to shift because um, I'll give you an example. So I went some, my husband and I were going to an event and I've been dealing with, I was very, I've been public about it with a health challenge right now. That's been from complications from the long-term complications of the gut issues, yes. you know, which just a quick insight is that after all the fibroid surgeries I had, I developed something called obstructions, yeah. which is where the scar tissue scar from tissue. the surgeries Absolutely. around, it, it, it wrapped around my small intestine, every fibroid surgery after the first one they had to cut out several feet of my small intestine yeah. to where the normal natural person is born with 20 to 25 feet. I was left with less than three feet. Wow. Wow. Now, 80% of your immune system 
80% of your immune cell cells live in your gut. Mm-hmm. 25 to three. three. Okay. So understand now that is a, a vulnerable thing. And digestion is how your body absorbs all of the nutrients and the minerals that you need. Right. So that and, a, you know, it, it has played a major role with the complications I've been dealing with that and a genetic disease that's in my family, a kidney disease in my family. So it has been literally um, unapologetic about, hey, I can't, there's limits, embracing my limits. Yeah. That means that if you're saying I, I was fully dressed, I was going to an event with my husband. It was a, it was an evening ball gown event. It started at like 930. I got dressed. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm be able to do it. I'm going to do it. I got dressed in a venter. I looked in that mirror and I said, stop playing. Mm. I looked at my husband. I said, babe, he said, you don't got it. I said, I don't got it. I'm sorry. I love you. And I got undressed. I had my got everything. And it was, that was the real. It was being honest with myself. So dealing with reality. Um, it's also taking time to make sure that I'm not filling up my schedule with mm-hmm. things that are not vital. I pray every morning, Lord, give us today our daily bread. Our daily bread are just those things, God, that you say are critical for my purpose today. Right. Right? Only those. Th- I don't need everything. Just Only those, those things. things that you have prescribed yeah. that are critical for you to advance my purpose today. And a- another critical one is my no. My no is your no. I it's know you've heard it before. Your no is a sweet sentence, right? But one powerful. thing I take forward in your coaching program, and I say to our li- our sisters, if when somebody invites you to something or to invites you to do something or asks you to do something, ask yourself, what am I willing to say no to in order to say yes to this? Wow. And if nothing then? is worth saying no, then that's not worth it. Ooh. It doesn't make the cut. It doesn't make and the cut. If we live like that, sister, you get what I'm saying? If we yeah. live like that, we, because we keep, as black women especially, we just add on. We never oh. exchange. We, we add on. We oh, are built, on. We are built to carry until we are broken down crawling. However, and we do. That's what happens. However, I was just talking to um, a group of women who were at our church, who are staff members, worship leaders, elders, and just talking about we ha- God's grace is being is sufficient for the purpose that he has for your life, not for what you've put on your plate that has nothing to do with the purpose. Hello. Because everything, some things can be really good, but are they God? And are they Thank you. God in your life or are they good in your life? And when you oh, say, and when you say no, um, and when you say yes to certain things because you want to feel valued and you want to, you know, have this platform, you're saying no to your yes. children. You're saying no to yes. your family life. You're saying no to your protecting your home. Um, and so there are some things, as you stated, that are not worth sacrificing. And I think the That's embrace right. of reality, when you said you took off your dress, you took off your makeup, mm-hmm. you decided that you didn't have it. We mm-hmm. feel like it is failure or yep. lazy when we have nothing mm-hmm. to do. When in fact, that's where you get refueled and retooled to redeploy Thank yourself you. for the purpose that God that's has it. for you. 
because you can never get ahead if you're always adding to your plate, always taking on things that are burdensome. Not saying that you're supposed to neglect the nurturing aspect mm-hmm. of you as women, but at the end of the day, we have to have self-care to be able yes. to spread our wings and be able to branch out and to be able to um, align ourselves with greater work. You can't be broke down and get the work done. You have to pour into you and you have to find you while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You have to find the God identified you because what we know about ourselves is beautiful. We're learning about ourselves until our death date, but God knows way more than that because he created us. So, if his word I, can is, can I add something? To yes, yes. Because I, so you said something. It was it was like hot fire in my mouth when you said, "But is it God for you?" Mm-hmm. So one of our exercises in the coaching program also is, okay, just because something is good for you, and guess what? It might be God for you. But check this out, Sister Venter. But is it God for you now? Now, God's timing for you. Okay, because here's the deal. I know God's called me to do that, but did he tell you that it's now? Because right now he's calling you to clear your plate and focus on your healing. Mm. So if he told you to focus on your healing, maybe right now, one of the exercises we tell them, all right, identify what do I need to pause because it is God in my life, but it's just not God right now. So I pause it. Yeah. I'm not. It's on hold. You're not letting it go, but it's on hold. Right. But I think too many people confuse pause with stop because there are things you need to stop because they're actually toxic. Absolutely. And there are also things you need to stop because they're just not for you. They're good, but they're not God. Yeah. Right. So And timing is necessary. Sometimes the things that we want and we see for ourselves, we're not prepared to handle. And because we have not learned the art, because artist me Mm -hmm. is literally a part of my brand. We haven't learned the art. Mm -hmm of self-care. We haven't learned the art of only take on what, what God has said. And you have grace for that. You don't find yourself exhausted when it's him. You have Mm -hmm. his strength that's made perfect in your weakness. You have the overabundance, the exceedingly abundantly above. You can all think, ask, or imagine when you are aligned with the will of God for your life, not the will of God for you. Or what you think you're supposed to be doing. God's like, oh, I have all of that for you. Absolutely. But right. we get so bogged down in the, well, when, God, sometimes we're in our own way and we're not, yes. we haven't cleared the the toxicity. We haven't cleared the offense. We haven't set up the proper boundaries. We haven't done the yep. necessary things right. to accommodate yep. the blessing that we're asking for. It'll crush us. Won't it? On so many <laughs> levels, it'll crush us. We're not ready. We're and, not ready for it. Yes. And when I think about you, you're an intentional and involved mom, momager. Mm-hmm. And and I am coming belo- behind you in that vein as well with my daughter. And how do you explain your personal health challenges to your children? And how do you manage their fears, questions, and concerns regarding your personal health? Because they live with you, so they get to see it all and experience it at all. Are they increased in their faith or are they nervous or is it a little bit of both? So it's interesting. This week, 
um, I was my husband and I, Mark, uh, we celebrated 25 years of marriage. Congratulations. That's beautiful, too. Thank you. When you look maybe 30. So you were married since you were five. Okay. (laughs) To God be the glory. And um, it's funny. Nia said that to me the other day. I was like, what you want? (laughs) She she wouldn't do that. She really, she, she's a truth teller. I'm going to say that. Anyway, so she, um, she said something. I said to my husband, I said, babe, I am, God, if I could just be vulnerable. I said, but I don't want to be the sick mom. I'm so tired of being the sick mom, you know? And I have, it's a, it's, I have a real amazing support system, but I cry when I think about it because there's so many times she knows mom is going through because mom has to stop yeah, and mom has to take care of herself. And, um, there was a season it was like every year, like I had a small bowel obstruction surgery and the next year I had the. I had the aneurysm and it was like, oh, you know, it's a lie. Yeah. And of course, in the middle of it, she sees me worshiping God. She's, I mean, my, my form of war is worship, mm-hmm. right? It is, it is worshiping God in my home and worshiping God without abandon and, and, and just proclaiming the word of God over and over. And mm-hmm. so she's, she's 11 and she wants to see her mom well all the time. So it's something that I believe she's going to understand more later, you Mm -hmm. know, meaning like she knows God is real. She wants, she's like, you know, when you say we want to control, we like, we just want what we want to be real now. Right. Like I want to see the end result now. And so that's why I'm very intentional about sharing with her the victories. Right. Beautiful. And look look what God has done oh my God look so I don't tell her like when I was in the hospital people were like well just why why are you putting on powder why are you trying to look decent in the hospital because oh. I, like, I don't want to scare my child yeah I don't want her to come and see me looking like you know and no I don't have to look like a glam doll but I'm saying like there's a level with this is enough trauma for her having to come and see me in the hospital right so it's it's understanding what's what she's having to navigate, so not oversharing, yeah. but help her manage through what mom is dealing with, and also being you know helping her understand that um, I love her so much. And then when I do have time, just being silly with her, being mm-hmm. fun with her, mm-hmm. making sure that you know the times that I have, I'm I'm investing that time even more with her, right. and that I take advantage those you know so it's it's a balancing act but it is one of my most um sensitive spots is that I don't want to be the sick mom you know and it's funny my husband said babe it's like your Jose is like God is he's just taking like he's that's just been your testimony he takes you through something and then he uses it to liberate others (laughs) he takes you through something I'm like I was like okay God yeah (laughs) I remember one day I was in one of our sessions and I was like, this little, like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for this program. Oh my God. I was like, she was just saying about how she feels and how, you know, her, her symptoms have gone away. She's just exclaiming. And I had a moment, Sister Venta, after the session was over, I said, God, 
where was this program when I needed it? Right. <laughs> and then he had me. to he had to cl- quickly remind you said. that it only came <laughs> because you were the vessel right. I was using to free. And then I did one of those. I did one of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Thank you. Obviously, yeah. it had to be yeah, me. Right. You know what, um, Coach Jesse? If I can be honest, if it were not you, who? You know what I'm saying? Who? It had to come through you. And what you're teaching Mm -hmm. us is, yes, it's okay to be transparent with your children. It's also okay to protect them and infuse them with joy and hope and let them know where you are, but also protect their interest and look the part and be present and share with them and be open towards them. That's what I'm learning. And I hear you because you're like, where was this program? But honey, it was in you. The (laughs) the very first moment that you experienced a fibroid, (laughs) that fibroid had no clue because see the enemy was hoping (laughs) that you would cower and that you would be, you know, heard and so lost, busted and disgusted that life looks different and that your journey looks Mm -hmm. different. And that this is a part mm. of who you are. I had the beautiful woman, um, Keisha Green on. She's a legless diva. Gave her that name. Mm. She was like, because, you know, the Lord was tired of me running. It's it's a joke. But she was like, wow. baby, I didn't need legs to get my purpose wow. out. It's such a beautiful wow. perspective to have. You guys mm. are mm. literally pioneering a movement that allows women Mm. to address their health issues in a way that allows them to embrace them and also to Mm. infuse them with faith to see what that mindset can trigger inside of you. Mm. We can bring cancer about ourselves because of depression. We can bring on unhealth and, and, and unrest and havoc inside of our bodies for lack of rest, for lack of planning, for lack of, of, mm-hmm. uh, of um, smiles, for lack of not laughing enough, because laughter does good like medicine. Mm-hmm. That is the scripture. It is the yes. word. So when you want to be mm-hmm. funny with your baby, that's healing. Like th- these mm-hmm. are things that make us. And when I think about you, you encourage women to live better, to change their lifestyles, um, to manage the common reproductive health issues that black and brown women face, um, especially. But at what point during your personal journey did you realize that relying purely on Western medicine was wasn't the only way to go? So so you can express to us how you birthed detox living and Woo. detox now. Because that medicine is not good. You know, big pharma, you know, it's gonna ruffle some feathers, but it works, but it hurts other things while it's yeah. working. There are yes. contraindications. Yes. There are yes. are um, collisions with the medications um, yes. that are fabricated and made in a lab based on the things that come out of the ground. So tell us how we got to detox living and detox now. And girl, Absolutely. our time is bananas. Like the conversation what? is so good. We literally are at the end and I'm just now like getting it in. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to invite you to conference. We're going to have to have this 
present. We got to do this, but tell us how you got to. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to keep that real quick. Detox now and detox living. Yeah, the way it was born, um, it's funny. I was just having this conversation with our friend Toya today. She said, what happened to you? And so I was sitting after my my hysterectomy, which was my last fibroid surgery. This is before any of this. I was a traditionalista. I ate, I could eat oxtails every day. Caribbean, (laughs) Haitian, Haitian, one of my people from India. Yes. And I I had had 10 surgeries at that point. I didn't believe in not herbal nothing, natural nothing. Okay, what? I thought what? that was hokey stuff. Yeah. Hokey stuff. Yeah. And um, I remember this, that um, I went into full-blown menopause, even though they left my ovaries after the hysterectomy. And I was 44 and the symptoms were very, very severe. I said, I can't live like this. This is this is insane. Went to my GYN. He put me on estradiol, the estradiol patch. Estradiol is one of the forms of estrogen. Oh, yeah. I and, have that same um, patch. <laughs> there you go. So, well, my family, praying family, um, and those also in the medical world were like, oh my God, listen, we know enough. There's enough studies about how that is linked to the acceleration of cancer. You cannot stay on that. You can't, don't get on it. I was like, listen, I need intervention now. Yeah. Okay. I said, they said, well, listen, uh, you could be on it for a little bit, but don't like look for a natural remedy. I said, okay, okay, okay. I'll do that. I went and you know, sometimes you get comfortable because you get a little, so you get a little Feel you know, good. comfort, yeah. you know, relief. Right. And I was sitting in my uh, office upstairs in this house. That is now my, Oh, I was mm. sitting in my office. That is now my child's room. Wow. Hello. Wow. And I remember I was sitting there and I heard the word of the Lord loud and clear, take it off. But he said it like, like Teddy Pender, take it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, listen, if I, I, this isn't a whisper, this is a proclamation. What? Yeah, and I was like, and and you know when God's and I didn't even have to ask what I knew exactly what He was talking about, mm-hmm. and it was it's like a little band aid. I ripped it off. I said, okay, God, I will look for a natural remedy. I'm ready now. That's exactly what happened. And in one of the prayer meetings I was having, because I was praying with women, coaching them, dealing with the emotional and the spirit. This is after my story came out and women were all over reaching out to me. And these two women were telling me about their, their, you know, solution, these things, these people they're working with. The Lord connected me with my partner now, Dr. Armon, who's a naturopathic specialist. And I said, listen, what, this is what I'm dealing with. At that point, I said, this is what I'm doing. What the work we put together, I said, well, what I'm doing, we merged our work because I said, well, first of all, let me see if this works for me. Right. Right. And I said, if this is, this works for me, then I know it'll work for these women I'm, I'm, I'm supporting. Mm-hmm. And that's when literally the detox now, what is known as the detox now was born because then when it started to work, when it worked and I was like, I'm not on the patch. I'm not dealing with any of the symptoms. I'm not, I mean, I started to, my whole life started to change. And I said, okay, God, I believe you. I trust you because I knew now. And the other thing is I had started doing all of these seminars as a patient advocate alongside GYNs. And, and they kept saying, we don't know what causes fibroids. We just know that, you know, that when women go into menopause, we see that the fibroids shrink. Or we know that when estrogen is low or high, and what they weren't saying was that estrogen dominance was a main critical factor right. around fibroids. Wow. It was like, you know, how in football, they won't say that 
the concussions are connected to playing football. CT. So exactly. They got mad at the movie and everything. I'm like, exactly. Why is education like why? (laughs) Why do we kill the money behind it? What's beautiful? The money behind it. Exactly. The money behind. So I said, okay, well that uh, it undermines a whole industry, right? Mm -hmm. This whole industry around birth control pills connected to the estrogen dominance, the surgeries, the multiples. I said, okay, now I see what's going on. My eyes awaken. That's really what gave birth to it. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I started, for me, it's not just, you know, take a supplement, eat eat this food. It really was mind, spirit, body healing, because I understand that we are made sick. What did Jesus say? By what we consume, right? Spiritually, mentally, and physically, right? Yeah. Worse, first of all, we're, he says we're consumed by what we put Right in our bodies, yeah. Right in, right. and how do we consume? Ears, eyes, mouth. That's how we consume. That's so that's right. how it was born. That's amazing. I want to tell you that I feel extremely, extremely encouraged because a lot of times um, people feel like that they're isolated to the one thing that they don't want to be characterized by. I feel like you. Mm. Um, Women, for women who are dealing with fibroids, um, me with thyroid issues, or like me, um, even ovarian cysts, they they may not have the tools or the resources um, or know withal to adopt the plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what would be in place for those women to maybe start the process um, to veering towards that lifestyle? Is it something that they can gradually or we can gradually embrace as we start, you know, pulling away from the toxicity? And can your products work without someone giving up, you know, all of the meat? (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to start by saying, um, number one, when I was praying this morning, this is what the Lord gave me. He said, first of all, many of you, my sisters, including you, Venter, as you shared earlier, you've been praying, God, for healing, praying because healing is the pathway to that vision that God has given you, right? Mm-hmm. To that blessing that God has given you. And the word he said, and it, you said it earlier, is that many, many confuse showing faith, you know, with their works. They think it's just what you do. And then but that's not what James said. He says, I show you my faith by my works, right? Mm-hmm. That faith and works together, right? So God, when we ask God, what do we, you know, I want something, God usually gives us something to do, right. right? So here it is. God's been asking you. You've been asking God and God's saying, hey, I'm going to send you this woman named Coach Jessie. <laughs> and I want you to turn your ear to what she's got to say, because she's going to tell you something to do, right? Ooh. Because here's the a lot of times we're, Praying, but we don't. We want God send it down, send it down, God send it down, send it down, send it down. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do nothing. Uh, can I? Can I have it without doing nothing? Mm-hmm. And and the truth and is, and that's not it. Where that's where it's the work that you go add to your faith. But here is what I'll promise you: is that it doesn't. It's not all things all at once. Yes, the journey to your answer can start with a step, right? A step. And that step is, you know what, Lord? Here am I. I am ready. Yeah. Right? And that's 
start. So number one, to answer your questions, we have seen many women, and I just conducted a survey who have not changed their dietary or they've done it slightly. We literally just went through the, the data points and see, still seeing changes, still seeing progress and improvement because it's not all or nothing. Now, if you have a severe case and you're like, right now I am literally in a very severe situation, then you're going to be like me. I was like, God, I, here am I, everything, take it all right now. I just need, you know what I'm saying? You need to know where you are. And that's why we have free consultations every week with my team. My team hosts free group consultations to review your case in detail and to look at what is it that you need. And if you say, hey, my budget is free. Okay, this is where you're going to start. This is what we're going to start you with. Hey, I just want to start with, I'm not ready to do diet. Okay, this is what we're going to start you with. We want to meet you. This is one thing I always say. I want the doctor. I want the team. I want my advocate to hear me and to meet me where I am. Right. Now, I want them to call me higher, but I want them to meet me where I am. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have kits that literally, it's, whether it's one supplement or two, depending on what specifically you're dealing with in, the, in our balance system, that will support you. And, and if you specifically need nutrition support to help it because your, your, your symptoms are more aggressive, we have an amazing recipe guide and meal plan. And, and then we have, um, you know, programs that for people who have more specific issues. So it's not a one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And there's literally different things for you based on where your budget is. You know, I mean, it's very like for me, the way we created this, I believe, as I said before, healing is a revolution. It is. And it takes a village. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that village has to understand where our people are. So whether it's, listen, I just need whatever free you got. This is what we got to support <laughs> you. Do that. Run with it. Do that till the wheels fall off, because I promise you, once you do that free thing till the wheels fall off, God's going to increase you. He's going to grow you. And now you're going to be able to take the next step. Yeah, I've seen it. I know it. Okay. And if you're here, he'll meet you where you are. It's like that two cents of the widow's might. Yeah. But one thing you're, it's, but it's the faith that you put in action and saying, okay, Lord, this is what you gave me to do. This is what I have right now. What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hands? Absolutely. What do you have in your hand? That's where we are. So our free group consultations every week, twice a week, we offer them. All right. They'll, and my, my detox living coach will go through your case in detail. You can also book a private one, you know, with her or with um, our naturopathic specialist to look at your case in detail and say, okay, for you, this is where your budget is. This is what your needs are. This is what your case is. Here's where you can start. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, our team, we are people over profits. We are all about excellence. We are all about making sure that you have the support that you need and that you have um, a family with you on this journey. I told you you're not alone. Yeah. Right. And eventually you already know you about to text me. We're going to get it started. <laughs> We're getting right? in. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Excited. Understand. And I'm really excited because, you know, after all these years, we actually are, are, have just launched our brand new fibroids upgrade. It's a fibroids program that we upgraded where we wrote our first fibroids book mm-hmm. that details everything we've learned mm-hmm. and new research mm-hmm. so that no woman, if you have a friend who just just had fibroid surgery, she needs to read it. Someone who just got diagnosed, she needs to read it. Someone who is dealing with it, doesn't want them to come back, 
you need to read it. Somebody who wants to make sure they never come. Why? Because up to 90% of black women. So if it's not you, it's somebody you know. You, you Definitely somebody in your family, a sister, a cousin, could be your daughter Absolutely. at some point. Get if, the knowledge. And Even another, if it doesn't, if you're in the 10%, if you're exactly. in the 10%. Key, we don't believe in traditional medicine versus natural medicine, a mm-hmm. And I know you believe this because you need both. You have to. Because because if you need, uh, it, when I had that brain aneurysm, you better take me. I had to go to the ER. I had to get scanned. I had to get a surgery. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it depends on what specific your case is. Yeah. And did I use holistic medicine to heal as part of my overall? Absolutely. But you need both. And that is our approach. That's right. Both. I want to tell you guys, um, you're going to have to look back at this because there are so many nuggets in here for us as women. And if there are any men, thank you for watching as well. We appreciate you. If you have a wife, you have a sister, you have a mother, this information, you need to follow coach Jesse. If you are experiencing fibroids, had them before, don't want them to come back. If they've been recurring, I can think of literally five people right now who I'm going to put to her page, to her website, to the program. I want us to be intentional about health because purpose needs to have a full span of years to get accomplished. And we don't want to hijack those years because we didn't take the time to pour into ourselves with the necessary information we need as we grow and thrive and as it pertains to gaining and reclaiming optimal health. Coach Jesse, thank you so much for joining me today on Av Unfiltered. This conversation has been full of nuggets, full of beauty, and um, just such hope for me as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people I know, a few of them. So just thank you for what you do. Can you leave us with um, just a quick little short you know, word of encouragement and how we can find you and connect with you before we end today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I want to encourage you that God is worthy of your trust. You can trust in God's goodness, his wisdom and his power. He knows what's best for you. He knows how to get you there His ways are above our ways, but his ways are the best ways. Mm -hmm. And he has the power. So trust when he is navigating you and he's opening doors and you keep hearing a word over and over, tune in because he's speaking to you. And I want you to know that I'm here for you to be a part of your community. Um, I'm at thedetoxnow.com. That's our website. You can follow me on IG, Coach G-E-S-S-I-E. That's Coach G-E-S-S-I-E. And our team... Listen, you've got a family. We're here for you. Yeah, so good. Well, guys, that's been um, uh, an amazing conversation with Coach Jesse. And I need you guys to flood her timeline. I need you to follow her. I need you to get the information because not only has she done the work, but she's lived it. So let's make sure that we're doing that. And thank you so much for being on with me today. I love you already, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless, and I will talk to you soon, okay? Love you. Bye-bye. 
All right, family, it has now come time for the Dear Av segment of Av Unfiltered. And today we have a, a, a question from a young lady who um, wants my advice. So here we go. Dear Av, I just recently attended a church service and I felt like my life had changed for the better. I gave my life to Christ or rededicated my life to Christ and I have decided to make significant changes in my lifestyle by doing so. Now, my friends, my husband, and my children are experiencing these changes, and they want to know what is wrong with me. They're telling me that I'm going too fast and that I'm not as fun as I used to be. So can you help me navigate what I'm supposed to do with my decision, and am I wrong for wanting to change as drastically as I have been since it's affecting everything and everyone around me? Signed, I need your help. So I don't have a name to put with this one, but I will say this. The the process of sanctification is one that God speaks to you on an individual level with. If you have decided that you want to take drastic measures, make sure that you're able to keep them up. Um, I would say for me that I know that the the part of me that I feed the most is the one that's going to be the most loud in my life. So when I'm spending time in the word, you can tell when I'm listening to things that don't really feed my spirit or do my spirit any good. You can tell when I'm doing things or talking about things or ingesting things or taking things into my ear gate or my eye gate that really doesn't fit with where I'm going as it pertains to my Christian walk, you can tell. So what your family, friends, and husband are experiencing is a changed behavior for the process of sanctification that is to take place in your life. When you make a decision, things change. And so, yes, you may not be as exciting or funny in that regard, but if they, um, are wanting you to be a better person and this makes you happy, I think that it would be wise for them to embrace where you are. Sometimes that levels off. And I'm going to tell you from transparency, when I was in college, I did that. I'm not listening to secular music. It's all about Kurt Franklin and it's all about these gospel songs until it wasn't. You understand? So I want you to actually pray about the changed behavior in a way that makes you feel good about who you are and who you are becoming and not let people decide about how you should change, how fast you should evolve and what it is that you should exchange your music, your your appetites, you know, whether you go to concerts or not. None of that stuff sends you to hell. It's what you believe that sends you to hell. And also your changed behavior and what you want people to experience when they get to know you and spend time with you is an authentic you, a healthy you, a joyous you. And they'll want to know more about the God you serve based on the behaviors that have affected them in a positive light. There are people who don't know the Lord at all and who have beautiful lives. They think, but it's all about a mindset. And I want you to not feel bad about cutting things off. You know what works for you and how close you want to be to the Lord for yourself. I'm not saying that you should change anything. I'm saying that you should seek 
the voice of the Lord to hear him for what he is doing in you and everybody around you will have to embrace that and you're going to have to be okay with it. So I hope that helps. I hope I answered you today and I pray that people see you and they embrace you for who you are, not for who you were and who you're becoming is something that they are finding themselves tuning a, a open heart and mind too. And if they don't, then perhaps you might want to evaluate how much time you spend with them. Now, I know sometimes it's your family and you're going to have to navigate those waters, but I need you to be bold with where you are and not allow how people are taking it to deter you from where you're standing. And you have those standards for yourself. You embrace what you need to embrace and you reject the rest. All right, family, that's been another episode of Av Unfiltered where we have real conversations with no filter. And I hope that you enjoyed today's episode with Coach Jessie and that you took in all of the beautiful nuggets that she had for each one of us. God bless and I'll see you next time.